Hello and welcome to Digital Shomai, ang podcast na mas masarap pag may konting toyo. We are your hosts. I'm Kevin from Scale Up Solutions. I'm Abel from Ten and Eleven Design. Okay, Kev. <laughs> Kamusta? Taon tawa lagi. <laughs> Tama naman. <laughs> Mas masarap kung may konting toyo. Konti diba? nga lang ba? Konti nga lang ba? Uh, Siyempre, ayaw mo naman yung nagsiswimming sa toyo. Di ba? Hindi kung ganun sana, nagtoyo ka na lang. Di ka na nagsyomay. <laughs> Tama naman. Tapos next 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 episode natin, ano, no? ang, ano, ang podcast na mas masarap na may konting kalamansi. <laughs> Oo oh, <wow. laughs> Isa-isa lang. <laughs> Isa-isang ingredients. Basta <laughs> ka naman, Abel. Okay naman. I guess, um, same old, I would say. Um, I think things have been more stable recently. Uh, in, even in terms of the pandemic. I mean, syempre, it's still the big thing today, di ba? Although medyo parang nakakalimutan na ata ng mga tao pero I think things are better now uh, with that so okay lang din naman ako um, I guess mm, a lot of changes in terms of timelines I would say um, in terms of my work I guess there's more pressure to work harder I'm not gonna speak about what it is specifically pero I would say yun lang siya parang have to work harder ikaw Kev gumusta ka <laughs> nangyari na yung ano nangyari na yung tinanong mo sa akin about my wireless earbuds na yung maliligo ako na naka na nasa tenga pa siya so Then, update for <laughs> so war so ito yung journey ko so ano na Umabot na ako sa point, I think, more than half a day, suot ko na siya. So, umaabot na rin ako sa point na hindi ko na namamalaya na suot ko siya. Mm. Okay. Tapos? Hindi ko na namamalayan. So, swerte. Swerte kasi, actually, ngayon, medyo mahaba na buho ko eh. Mm. So, swerte, ano na, as in, nandun na ako, bubuksan ko na yung, yung sa shower. Buti mm. na lang, parang hinawi ko buho kong ganun. Naramdaman ko may, may something ako sa tenga. Muntik <laughs> na. Ito na, yung, ito na yung closest call kasi hindi ko na talaga siya napansin. Tapos I think oh. naka-idlip na rin ako na may nasuot ko so. siya. Tapos oh, pag pagising ko, namumulatin ako kasi parang namamaga. Naipit. <laughs> oh, naipit na siya. Ayan. So yun yung ano ko, yun na yung journey ko. Uh, it's, ano na, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to see why it's 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 useful at these wireless earbuds. I appreciate the freedom. I appreciate the convenience. Wala na akong wires na iniisip. So, okay na siya. Good good na ha. Justifiable purchase na to. Sold ka na, sold ka na. Ah, uh, sold na ako, sold na ako. Although, kaya at least ngayon now that I'm thinking about it. Um Chefpre, inaano ko na eh. Ah, uh, parang Dina-doubt ko na yung mga ano ko, yung mga calls ko about technology. Ngayon nag-iisip ako maybe a wireless mechanical keyboard is is what it uh, is ano, is justifiable si dati sabi ko hindi. Wala naman 'yan, hype lang 'yan. 
Ngayon, naisip ko, teka, if I'm wrong about wireless earbuds, maybe I'm wrong about that. Tapos minsan, naisip ko na rin, teka, baka naman Abel, baka naman Abel is onto something sa smartwatch. Ano eh, tawag dito, a whole new world ba yun nangyari <laughs> Pero frictionless, di ba? I would say. Yes, oh, designers would call it. <laughs> yeah. Actually, justifiable. With the wireless, uh, with the smartwatch, parang, I guess, now that it's been a couple of months, parang mas naging regular watch sa akin. Or it doesn't feel like, you know, when you have a new thing, a new device, talagang gagamitin mo siya like, alamin mo yung features niya, ano ba yung pwede nitong gawin, ganun-ganun. Right. Um, I think now, medyo mas naging, ano siya, naging nice to have yung mga new features. Although I would say they're really convenient when you need them. Uh, yung mga calculator, bigla pwede mo lang calculator, parang yung mga kasyo dati. Pag nag-alarm yung phone ko, napapatay ko. Uh, napapatay ko agad pag nag-alarm yung mga ganun. pero besides that I would say na after a few months di ko na napapansin na ginagamit ko siya um, siguro it's a slightly convenient slightly more convenient na ano na tool to be honest even a watch for me before felt like hindi siya super needed even just a regular watch ha? kasi always dala mo naman yung phone mo. So parang I always find found na although nag-watch ako before, hindi naman ako super into it. Pero parang nice to have lang yung feeling niya. Okay. So yun, yun yung sa akin. Yun yung ano, journey ko into consumer tech. So, Kev, mukhang itutuloy natin yung crypto train tonight with this episode no i mean napag-usapan na natin yung doge eh. dogecoin i think um another very famous or yeah i would say famous coin that you'd hear about is ether or ethereum based from our last episode talaga ring napag-usapan natin well especially after after we stopped recording, di ba? Natuloy pa yata okay. ng almost an hour eh. Yeah, actually, pwede na nga yun yung episode natin eh. <laughs> well, But yeah, uh, yun, we, we talked about it kasi ano talaga eh, we, it's something that we we can't avoid, right? Especially last last week, last time yun yeah, we talked about Doge. We did some comparisons with Bitcoin and Ethereum, di ba? So I think really talking about this is something that's unavoidable. And and I think it's interesting for us to create sort of like a mini series. Siguro at least three episodes about this crypto since right now it's getting more and more retail investors. Talaga naririnig na siya ng mga tao, it's making noise. So I think um we can uh, shed light into some of these coins at least to help our listeners as well. Siyempre, at the end of the day, hindi pa rin to financial advice. Di ba, Abel? Siyempre. We're just um, speaking about it in terms of what it is, not naman yung like 
what it could bring you, di ba? Parang as a technology, ano siya, yun lang yung tinatry natin in deliver. So, yeah, hindi siya <laughs> financial advice. So, you can't blame us if <laughs> no, like it, pera. <laughs> Actually, sa akin, kahit, kahit yung, yung attribution nga sa atin eh. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, diba? Well, at least, sinestress natin enough ngayon para, ano, hindi tayo mademanda <laughs> kung may mangyari. But, walang habol. For good or for bad. For worse pala. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, anyway, the question that we will try to answer tonight is, ano nga ba ang ether? Or, ano nga ba ang eth? Sige. So, before I make you speak throughout the whole episode of Let Give, sorry. Ito na naman that. tayo. <laughs> um, I'll give a short or brief introduction about what eth or ether is. So feel free to correct me um, if ever. But I'm just going to be um, by no means then I'm I'm not I'm not an expert. This is something that this is just research that I did looking into um, this technology. So I don't work with any form of blockchain. So yeah. Going in um, ether is essentially the cryptocurrency in the Ethereum blockchain, diba? So, Ether is different from Ethereum. Ethereum is the blockchain while Ether is the currency. So, what you'll see in the exchanges or kung ano usually binibili is Ether the cryptocurrency. So, essentially, it's like Bitcoin as na currency nga siya. Pero what differentiates them is the Ethereum blockchain or how the Ethereum blockchain is essentially used. Okay. So, based on my research, um, Ether, Ether is the, yun nga, the currency that makes the Ethereum blockchain run. So, essentially, you use Ether to pay for the computations that you do in the Ethereum blockchain. Tama ba? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Sige. So, um, when you say computation, I guess dun medyo naging complicated yung things, di ba? Kasi it's not like your computer lang. Since Ethereum, the blockchain, it works in quite a revolutionary or like intense way, I would say. Kasi the way it works is in the Ethereum blockchain, there's something called the Ethereum Virtual Machine or the EVM, which is essentially a single computer. We can think of it as isang computer lang siya na distributed since blockchain nga siya. Maraming nagpapatakbo dun sa computer na yun. Pero essentially isa lang siya, di ba? And then kapag may pinapatakbo yung mga members ng network doon sa Ethereum virtual machine, ang pinapasok nila or ang binabayad nila is yung Ether, the crypto, the cryptocurrency, di ba? Am I right? Yes, sir. So or, far. Ayan. Okay. Sige. So yung Ethereum virtual machine, which actually makes it unique from 
Bitcoin, blockchain, and Doge, di ba? Kasi, yun nga, it's like a one computer running. Um, and then you can make it run applications or transactions versus yung Bitcoin or Doge, which are just ledgers. Uh, did I get that right? Kasi, I mean, parang yun yung pinaki differentiator niya, di ba? So anyone could have this EVM or Ethereum virtual machine run nga. So it can run applications for the members of the net, of the blockchain network. And then when they want to run, they have to pay for the um, transaction. Okay. Tama. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Anything? Mm. May nakalimutan ba ako? You, you might want to add something. Um, hala naman. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's really as you said. Na the comparison between uh bit Bitcoin, or at least the similarities between bit between Bitcoin and Ethereum, really ends with the ledger stuff. Because mm-hmm. um the f- fundamentally, because Bitcoin yun na one, eh. Ito yung OG, the OG mm-hmm. of uh, of crypto, the OG of blockchain. Actually, a bit of trivia. I don't know if you know this, Abel. Nauna ang Bitcoin versus sa blockchain. Ano yun? Nauna ang Bitcoin kaysa sa blockchain. That means is, di ba, noong 2008 or 2009, di ba, up to now, si Satoshi Nakamoto, unknown pa rin eh, but he released the Bitcoin white paper. So, mm. dito naka-detail, di ba, how um, in the future people can send money from one person to another without an intermediary like a bank. Mm. Nung dinisect nila yung ano, yung dinisect nila yung Bitcoin, bago lang nila na-discover yung how can Bitcoin do it, tsaka lang lumabas yung term na blockchain. Mm. So, final product na siya almost. Is that what you're saying? And then, hindi pa alam kung Paano to gumagana? Parang ganun. Mm-mm. After the white paper, parang pinropose nila, okay, this is a new way to transact. Tapos, mm-hmm. nung tinest nila, okay, gumagana nga. Tapos, tsaka nila dinisect. Siyempre, na-curious yung tao. Teka, how is this working? Right? Mm-hmm. Without an intermediary, how does this work? Doon nila na-discover na, okay, it's running on multiple blocks na kailangan mong ipagdikit-dikit kaya blockchain. Anyway, mm-hmm. the reason I brought that up it's because ang Ethereum Initially, it was also based from blockchain. Mm-hmm. Yung founder nito, si Vitalik, ang, he, from an age of 17 years old, I think 17 or 18 siya nung time na yun, nagtanong siya na, okay, what more can we do with, uh, with the blockchain? Kaya nag-ano siya, nirelease niya yung concept ng Ethereum. Na mm-hmm. The similarities end with yung uh, the blockchain can send transactions, can record them. Naisip mm. niya, if I can send transactions, bakit hindi ako pwede gumawa ng more complex processes on top of the, on top of the chain? Gaya na mm. kunyari, ba't di ako pwede gumawa ng applications, ng games? So, that's where the, that's where the, dif- uh, the similarity ends. Kaya, lagi nila pinatawag, Ethereum is the second generation blockchain it's because of that capability 
Tapos, they're also calling Ethereum as, if they, they're calling Bitcoin as digital gold, na ito yung store of value. They're calling Ethereum as the digital oil in which you need Ether in order to run all of these programs and all of these applications. In the blockchain, so yun, in the Ethereum blockchain. Uh, mm. Yes, on the Ethereum blockchain. Okay. Sige. So, pero bakit nga ba kailangan pa magbayad, di ba? Para, I guess that's the next question in the listener's head. Kasi kung this is like a big computer, bakit kailangan mo pa magbayad para tumakbo siya, di ba? Mm. Well, hindi mo naman kailangan magbayad per se kung if you're just gonna have the network. Kasi you need to spend Ether, yung currency ng Ethereum, you need to spend Ether when you're going to launch or deploy programs. Mm. But if, kunyari, gusto mo lang may record ka ng blockchain, gusto mo lang part ka ng network, you don't need to pay Ether. Yeah. So transactions, mm. diba? Or like sending transactions or calling applications there or making it execute. Essentially, diba, making the EVM work for you. Doon ka na magbabayad. Yes. Naa. Doon ka magbabayad ng Ether para tumakbo ng tumakbo yung, ano mo, yung program mo. But syempre, if you're gonna send transactions, that is, in, in, in your terms, making the, the EVM, yung, yung Ethereum virtual machine, work eh. So you need to mm. pay a, a minimal fee in order to make it happen. Mm-mm. Okay. So, pero bakit ba siya kailangan? Like, why does it why is it needed and why is it, why does it have to have a fee? Kung I guess decentralized naman siya na network, bakit pa siya kailangan? Uh, I think the simplest way the simplest way I can put it and this is my opinion na, I think it's because it that's how that's how it's that's how it's programmed that's how it's programmed kasi mm-hmm. um, maybe if I give more details maybe this can explain your question so diba? so we talked about the difference between bitcoin and ethereum so mm-hmm. diba, ang another fundamental difference is or at least the reason why Ethereum can process more complex transactions. It's because of something it uh, something they call smart contracts. So mm. I I'm sure naririnig naririnig mo to, maybe naririnig din to ng listeners. So smart contracts medyo um it is kind of kind of like a real life contract, pero essentially puro ano lang to eh, if and then. So meaning bigyan mm. mo siya ng ano Uh, bigyan mo siya ng condition, it will execute a certain action. So, a smart contract, it's uh, it's code na puro if, nangyari, if binigyan ako ni Abel ng 100 pesos, bibigyan ko siya ng 10 pishomai. So, parang yun yung laman ng code. Mm. Right? Uh, in order to deploy or launch smart contracts, doon sa Ethereum blockchain. Again, since transaction to, you need to pay. You need to pay in Ether. So, um, yung smart contracts, kaya siya, uh, I think this is what makes blockchain um, disruptive in terms of escrow services. Kasi it somewhat replaces yung middleman eh. 
diba? It's really the smart contracts that enable it. Mm-hmm. Um, ang difference ngayon is, dati kasi in terms of history, smart contracts talaga yung nagpapatakbo sa, Ether- sa Ethereum. Mm-hmm. All of your applications, lahat ng i-build natin dyan, lahat ng startup companies na, na that build their product, their platforms on Ethereum, lahat yan are running on smart contracts. Maybe multiple smart contracts working together, pero puro smart contracts din yan. Uh, the reason why we need to pay, kasi, one, upon launching, upon launching your smart contract, you need to pay. Habang your mining kasi, or your naririnig naman natin, di ba? Uh, na may Ethereum miners, and probably may friends tayo na bumibili ng mga mamahaling graphics card ng computer ng GPU, di ba? Kaya nauubos. Yung bayad, yung binabayad mo kasi para sa ano, para sa, para sa transaction mo, part of it actually goes to the miners. So think of it like a tip. Para siyang tip na, okay, here's a tip. Please process my transaction so Abel can receive my money. So, ang promise naman ng blockchain is it's not offering it's not offering the world a free means of sending money. It's offering the world um, a, a cheaper a, a way cheaper alternative to send money. Yeah. So, yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head yeah, then the man would with the incentive or yung tip, di ba? Essentially, uh, it, it, I said incentive. Siya na yung nagiging incentive of the network for those who keep the network running. Kasi yeah. the Ethereum virtual machine has to live on the blockchain and the blockchain has to live in the network. Or network siya. Pero di ba, bubuhayin siya ng mga taong nagraran ng nung net nung computer nagpapatakbo ng computer nila para buhay pa kasi pag pinatay nila essentially sabay-sabay parang patay na siya eh. 'di ba kasi parang bakit mo pa siya ikikip na alive right parang bakit mo pa papatakbuhin yung GPU mo kung wala ka namang makukuha essentially yep correct exactly diba? mm. so, pero another reason din pala that I've seen is there's the tendency of users to just keep things running eh. If you've seen an infinite loop, di ba, pag nagpo-program ka tapos may tumatakbo lang na, na na line of code tapos hindi na halos parang naghang na yung computer mo kasi tuloy-tuloy lang siya. Uh, mm. I've seen a reason daw siya para hindi ganunin ng mga tao kasi that could happen. Oo. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's you're, you're correct. Kasi yun nga. Since this is a decentralized net uh, decentralized network meaning uh, hindi lang talaga siya sa isang location or isang computer tumatakbo. So if ako say naglagay ako ng malicious code na ang intention ko is to slow down the network. If wala akong ano, if wala akong walang risk sa akin na gawin 'yon by risk minimum babayad ako. Then tama ka there's walang deterrent in actually stopping me from doing it kasi it's free eh alam mo naman diba dito sa at least, I mean tayo as people kahit nga online games diba toxic tayo so what more <laughs> um, what more something that can be 
financially impactful. Kahit naman sabihin natin, oh, troll. Troll lang yan. Uh, hindi naman nila sinasadya. But one wrong move can actually uh, ano eh, can destabilize the network which happened time and time again sa Ethereum. And not just Ethereum, but the entire crypto space. Talagang may mga slowdown and destabilization, so to speak, na nangyayari kasi may may mga nagkakamali. I think that's the best way that's the best way I can put it. May mga nagkakamali, nagkakamali. kaya bumabagal siya. Pero Ethereum seems really promising, I would say. Um, if you've if the, any of the listeners have heard this, the the creator of Ethereum speaks si Vitalik nga. He seems very what how would you put it parang very starry-eyed person kasi what what his he's envisioning for the Ethereum blockchain is really amazing eh. diba? parang from coming from Bitcoin na ledger lang siya or the Bitcoin blockchain ledger lang siya ngayon parang nagkaroon ng in nga Ethereum virtual machine which could run applica- applications in this decentralized network which sounds really amazing uh, although yep. at the same time parang it's quite hard to get a grasp eh. kasi parang ang hirap niyang concept i-explain to be honest kasi di ba hindi hindi siya cloud server kasi a server is a server single point lang siya di ba this parang my computer lang na you can't really see pe, na it's running on a series of ne- computers. Nakalat-kalat. Uh, uh, ganun uh, um, Yeah, uh, I think the word I would describe, Vitalik, tama kay starry-eyed siya, but I think that's an understatement. Talagang visionary siya eh. Kasi uh, the way he described Ethereum, kaya I don't know if you've heard right, and I, I'm sure our listeners have too, yung sinasabi nilang Web 3.0, So, this hmm. is the third iteration of the internet. Sinasabi nila, blockchain, specifically crypto, will bring about the third iteration of the internet. Kasi ngayon, hmm. apparently, ang internet, it's still centralized, hmm. so to speak. Meaning, yung mga big companies like Google, Facebook, Amazon, Netflix, walang nangyayari sa internet na hindi nila alam eh. In one form or another, alam nila na nangyayari sa internet. Since sila rin yung nagbibigay ng connectivity, sila rin naman yung madalas nag-establish nag, nag ng mga data centers. So that's where most of the computations in the internet happen for the non-tech listeners. Ayun, mostly sila rin yung may-ari nun eh. So it's highly hmm. centralized. Meaning, if sabi na Amazon, uh, ayaw na niyang ano, hindi na siya mag-offer ng certain services, malaki ang impact sa internet. Ang vision ng ano, vision ng Ethereum is think of, 'di ba ngayon ang big ships, ang big ang mga malalaki barko. Ah, uh, meron yang engines, 'di ba? May mga rudder, may mga propeller. Mm. 'Di ba? Yung mga malalaking barko ngayon. Meaning, pag may nangyari sa engine o may nangyari doon sa propeller na nasa ilalim ng tubig, hindi nagagalaw yung barko. Mm. 'Di ba? Ang 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 promise is parang ano yung parang dati 
yung nakikita natin sa mga cartoons, yung mga ancient times na barko, yung maraming slaves na nag-row. Mm. Yeah. Alam mo yun. So, ang analogy ko is, instead of one big, one big engine, there are multiple mini engines that deliver the same velocity. So, ganun pa rin yung takbo ng ano, ganun pa rin yung takbo ng barko. Pero, instead na isang malaking, say, one big, one, isang toner na engine, siguro mga 1,000 na ano, 1 kilogram na engine. So, parang mm. ganun yung analogy. Yun yung vision niya. Na yung internet mm. ngayon, hindi na siya dadaan sa, sa globe. Hindi na siya dadaan sa, sa smart, sa Amazon, sa Facebook. Kung hindi, ang internet is, ang connection is from Kevin to Abel, Abel to someone else, Kevin to someone else. So, yun na daw yung, ano, yun na daw yung, yung vision for the internet. Web 3.0. And kaya niya ginawa yung Ethereum and smart contracts in general in order to facilitate yung more complex transactions na mangyayari because of Web 3.0. That's really cool nga. No? Um, I think speaking to what you said, yung having or at least moving away from centra- centralized systems. Kasi in that kind of system, merong superpower eh. Diba? Something like Facebook. Mm. Facebook has become a superpower. Sa kanila yung asset of Facebook. Um, yung mga infrastructure ng Facebook is sa kanila. Diba? They, yun nga, as you mentioned, sa kanila data centers. Pero something I've heard about crypt or about blockchain or Ether specifically is since yung mga, diba, yung mga applications naman are essentially smart contracts that you that you upload into the Ethereum network, di ba? So, itong yep. kinode mo, i-upload mo sa Ethereum network. And what happens is anyone could pull this um, this smart contract or this application. Pwedeng gamitin ng kahit na sino. Ibig sabihin, as long as they can pay for it, pwede nilang gamitin yun. Pay, it, pay yes. for it in terms of Ether, the cryptocurrency, di ba? Pero, one thing I've heard is, if hindi gusto nung public yung where an application is headed, say something like Facebook, naglabas sila ng isang um, feature, or kanyara may ginagawa sila ng crazy shenanigans like how Facebook is today, people, the public, can take that Ether version of Facebook running siya in Ether, they can take that code and create a fork. Meaning, gagawa sila ng bagong version of it headed towards where they want it to be. Diba? Hindi, hindi na siya kailangan to stay where, kunyari, kung sino man yung superpower is headed or bringing it. Eh. Kasi diba ko na rin now, yung Facebook, it's headed where Mark Zuckerberg vis- uh, ano eh, envisions it to go away. Eh. So, Essentially, tayo naman as users, wala naman talaga tayong say eh. Kung, ano, kung ayaw ni Facebook to feature na to, kung tanggalin niya yung messenger one day, wala na kahit super useful sa atin, di ba? So in the Ethereum, yep. applications built on that, pwede nilang, pwede mo pa rin kunin kasi nagiging public siya eh. So nagiging public resource siya essentially. And actually, parang when I first heard it, this I think this was in a podcast where Vitalik was speaking. Parang, Wait, sobrang weird nun, <laughs> di ba? Parang <laughs> ang cool niya well, pakinggan na uh-uh. weird. 
it's a yes and a no. Yes na uh, no one big, let's say, if uh, an application grew big for Ethereum or the community didn't want, uh, didn't like where Ethereum was headed or mm. is becoming, the, pwede nga yung tinatawag mo fork. So a fork is essentially changing the configurations of the blockchain. Kasi blockchain o yung, yung crypto in general, blockchain, pag nilaunch kasi yan, fixed na yan. Meaning every configuration, every line of code that we did, fixed na siya, hindi na siya pwedeng baguhin. Set so, in stone. Oo, set in stone na siya. Kaya ako sinabing no, kasi doing a fork is not that easy. Well, Usually, uh, uh, it's not that easy. Usually, you need the consensus of the entire community. By the entire community, syempre, ito yung mga tao talagang bibo, pabida-bida. Sila talaga yung nagde-develop ng Ethereum. You need, we need the people's consensus. Yung consensus nila para masabi, oy, guys, teka, may problema tayo. I think we have a problem. And the only way to solve it is to create a new blockchain, so to speak. So that is really what forking is. So a yes and a no. Um, madami kasing instances that would merit a fork. I guess, um, here, here's an example. Medyo throwback to. For people who are who have been in the crypto uh, space since 2017, 2018, so this is um, a flashback to today's today's gun. So dati kasi no around nga, uh, when smart contracts were picking up, um, a lot of people were creating applications naturally on top of Ethereum. One characteristic you should realize about smart contract is. Once na deploy mo na siya sa, sa blockchain, meaning na launch mo na siya, natapos mo na, nabayaran mo na. That contract is immutable, meaning hindi mo na siya pwedeng palitan, hindi mo na siya pwedeng uh, i, i, hindi mo na hindi mo pwedeng i-delete, hindi mo pwedeng palitan yung code mo. Actually, if kasi ikaw Abel gumawa ka ng smart contract na code ka, tapos ni-launch mo siya sa Ethereum blockchain, hindi na ikaw yung may-ari ng smart contract na yun. Mm, the chain owns siya, it. Diba? Oo, public, yeah. public domain na siya. Nung nauso yung, ano, yung smart contract, edi ang dami nang gumagawa. 2017, there's, this, there's what we call the ICO boom or the initial coin offering boom. Meaning, mm. madaming tao na nag-iisip, hala, para umaman ako or iba naman kasi the, their intentions were good. Parang instead na stocks yung binibigay nila for their company, they're giving away coins. Kaya initial coin offering or ICO. Um, merong mga tao na essentially gumawa sila ng smart contract tapos doon ilalagay yung investment funds in terms of Ether. So, market nila sa tao, Hi guys, meron kaming project. Malaki to. If you wanna contribute, please send Ethereum dito sa address na ibibigay namin. So, edi marami tao nagbigay since sa Ethereum kasi dati, sinas ang philosophy, code is law. Kung ano yung nakasulat sa code, yun yung susundin. So, syempre, ang pressure, di ba, is nasa developer. You have to make sure that uh, yung code na gagawin mo will execute what you intend. Kasi, di ba, sa, sa mundo natin, in development, minsan, we code one thing, 
but yung results it means it it will do it will do something else mm. di ba so yun yung gusto nilang iwasan kasi once na ma-launch mo nga ang smart contract tapos na set in stone but oo set in stone na siya but it became so revolutionary and some of the trans processes became too complex na nagkakaroon ng loopholes yung contract i think similarly how lawyers find loopholes in our laws in our contracts mm. nagkakaroon din ng loopholes yung smart contract so it led to the infamous uh, attack the tinatawag nilang DAO attack in our, back in 2017 2018 so may isang tao naka, naka quote unquote nakaw siya ng 3.6 million million ether kaya ko sinabing quote unquote na nakaw kasi technically hindi niya ninakaw nag-exploit siya ng loophole mm. nag-exploit siya ng loophole sa smart contract kaya napunta kaya, kaya niya kunin yung pera so since dati code is law developers figured out okay hala there's this loophole na if it happened once it can happen again so what they did was nag-fork sila ng ethereum This is one of the very first forks. Ang configuration change na pinalitan nila is okay. Uh, particular smart contract, in-update nila yung code. In-update hmm. nila yung code. Meaning, sa Ethereum ngayon, code is no longer law. Marami silang pwede gawing, ano, gawing amendments to it. I think, I'm, I'm putting it simply, pero hindi na siya parang dati na pag sinabing ah, uh, A becomes B, B becomes C. That is law. Yun ay susundin. Ngayon, hindi na ganun. It's more lax. Kasi parang dati, the contract will not consider, kunyari, uh, ikaw, magbabayad ka ng rent. Pag di ka nagbayad, automatic. Hindi ka na makakapasok sa apartment mo. Dati kasi, ganun siya. Strict to the letter. Ngayon, at least meron ng konting empathy na, teka, bakit hindi ka nakapagbayad? Or... Bibigyan pa kita ng one last chance in order to pay. So, mas lax na ngayon. Oo, mas lax na ngayon. May exceptions. Mm. So, yun yung fork. Kaya, kaya ang sagot is yes. It's because any change, like in your case, any any one app that grows too big, the community can do something about it. Yeah. Doon nagsisimula yung fork. But, kaya kaya no kasi it takes a big event for a fork to happen hindi lang basta-basta na kunyari tayo magkakaibigan sabi natin hala i-fork natin ng Ethereum that's not gonna happen yeah, i guess it's not fork. It, it's not a fork in the context of Ethereum as a whole blockchain kasi as you mentioned nga if in-upload mo na yung or nasa blockchain na yung application mo it's public property So nothing will stop the people to say, kanyara yung current users ni Facebook, sabihin niya, okay, ang pangit nung ginagawa ni Mark Zuckerberg ngayon. Kunin natin yung current version ni Facebook, which is on the Ethereum network, so to speak. And then, gawa tayo ng bagong iteration niya. Tapos iwan na natin yung old. Which I think has happened na rin, where nagkaroon ng isang superpower or isang person who's essentially controlling where the application on, built on top of Ether would go. Ngayon, gumawa sila ng bago. Pinangalan nila ng bago. And then, essentially the same siya. 
pero it's another version of it and then iniwan na nila so yeah i think hindi na siguro siya yeah. fork nga in a context of the blockchain kasi i would agree definitely na yun nga fork of a blockchain is requires a v- very big event diba? yeah oh usually very big event talaga siya pag nag fork sila ano yan pinap blockchain uh, pinapractice uh, pinapractice nila yan ina-announce nila months before sometimes even years ina-announce nila na na this is gonna happen so every upgrade nila usually nagfo-fork eh so yeah. ayun uh, in the context of ethereum it's 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 it really becomes more complicated kasi right now ang usapan nga natin it's really beyond cryptocurrency eh. it's beyond block it's beyond cryptocurrency na mm. kaya i think ayun oh, nga i think my opinion on this is the discussion on web 3.0 really began when people saw the potential of ethereum na okay ang daming pwedeng gawin nito this can possibly change the internet so to speak mm. kaya it's parang there's a different dimension to cryptocurrency na big institutions are syempre naririnig naman natin oh may big companies na bumibili ng crypto for the most part yes they're they're buying crypto for the investment but there are select companies like Microsoft is one uh, IBM is one na they're investing in crypto not because they want to get rich but because they want to develop yung technology further and it everything started with ethereum yeah i think ethereum as a technology nga will bring about a revolution eh, diba uh, parang it's it, i guess being in the context of where we are today it sounds amazing to be at a position na may malaking magbabago soon diba parang seeing it er- as early as now i would say kasi yeah. bagong technology as you meant as you said nga web 3.0 na talaga siya eh. or actually they've said na third wave of the internet na siya <laughs> uh, so yun, yun naman talaga kasi syempre sa atin uh, in the tech world mostly uh, like developers big companies mostly sila naman yung impact eh, di ba but for consumers like us for bitcoin most investment minsan banga would never never go into it say there's siyempre, there's a high capital demand so to speak diba mm-hmm. and not people have the luxury of uh, allocating capital for it but for everyday small businesses i think um, one of the impact is ngayon diba people are really looking for websites mm-hmm. looking for website developers uh, inventory systems if If you as a business owner you're more adventurous, yung mga website na yan pwede mo i-develop sa Ethereum eh. So that's really the one of the key benefits for businesses na mm. it's it introduces a new dimension. Tapos possibly your website there would be cheaper. Uh, possibly you get you can you can earn more. Kasi ether yung nabibigay sa hindi fiat. So there's marami pang dimensions of Ethereum that we can uncover. So, 
I think this is really one of the more um, profitable and more innovative blockchains in a sense na it's not just the uh, the big players with 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 money that can go into this space. Kahit yung mga small-time developers can really um, leverage on this and earn. I think yun yung pinaka-bottom line, di ba? Gusto natin kumita. Mm-mm. True. Yeah. I think It's good to speak to Ren about what the end user could use or take from the Ethereum blockchain or that tech that technology. Because I guess comparing to Bitcoin, the Bitcoin blockchain just serves the purpose of holding or recording the transactions of Bitcoin, deba. Right? So the the value is in the cryptocurrency as compared to ethereum nang value is on the blockchain which we've spoken several times about diba like even best natin ulit inulit ngayon pero how could a typical person or the layman how could he benefit from ethereum right now ano uh, limited the opportunity but there's opportunity Siguro for the ev for I'll, I'll speak for developers muna, the small time developers, uh, big opportunity in terms of creating their product, developing their idea in Ethereum. Ngayon ngayon kasi de ba like Gcash, Grab, there are uh, e-wallets, uh, finance apps na naokuha natin sa Play Store, de ba? Mm-hmm. Ethereum offers another avenue in order to develop these kinds of apps. So sa Ethereum if you're gonna if 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 you're gonna check DeFi or what they call decentralized finance, uh para silang bank, para silang bank on the blockchain. So they mm-hmm. can offer um 8%, 9% interest sa pera na ibibigay mo sa kanila or ipapa-hold mo sa kanila. Siyempre, that's the money. It's in crypto. It's not in peso. It's not in USD. It's in crypto. So in this case, Ether or Bitcoin or Doge, ikaw bahala. But they offer 8% per annum. So I think off the bat, malaking benefit na yun for, ano, for everyone else. Na instead of, well, again, I'm not advocating that you do this, but these are alternatives. The instead of sitting in the bank na less than 1% yung ini-increase ng pera mo, not enough to defeat inflation. But for, mm-hmm. for say, yung mga finance apps sa crypto, 8% at the very least. Yung iba pa nga, 15%. Mm-hmm. Uh, another, another thing that we failed to mention is games. Uh, maraming nag-develop ng games on top of Ethereum. So one of the more one of the more famous ones is CryptoKitties. So di ko alam ko narinig mo na to CryptoKitties. Mm-hmm. Ang ginagawa lang sa CryptoKitties is nagbi-breed ka lang ng pusa para siyang Pokemon. Nag sinag nagko-combine ka lang na nag-combine ng mga pusa. Tapos you can sell these kitties for real money. Mm-hmm. So yun yung ano, yun yung yun yung benefit na Parang, parang each cat 
may may corresponding token tas yun yung binebenta mo. Syempre iba for collection, 'di ba? Tapos pag nagbreed by and sell by and sell. So ayun, may games. Another one is um, our good friend Earl reminded me about reminded us about this Gods Unchained. So para siyang Hearthstone ng Blizzard. So it's the same game, it's as it's the same game but on top of the Ethereum blockchain. And ang promise nila is you can also earn, pwede mo ibenta yung cards mo for real money. So of the bat of the bat ang benefit talaga for people is ano is is more syempre, uh, more ways to earn but um, as more and more people and more and more developers build stuff on top of ethereum definitely the the everyday the everyday person can will benefit more from this kasi yun na lang naman yung kailangan eh uh, applications and uh oh application and companies built on top of this uh supposedly web 3.0 yeah I- Definitely agree with that. I mean, now we're still at an early stage, diba? Parang to at least if you're the more technical um, listener, there's a fork incoming for Ethereum, which is a big version of change of Ethereum, diba? Pero nasa early stages palang tayo ng Ethereum actually. Um, yun nga, diba? They say that um, a revolution or Yeah, a, a trend happens nang hindi mo masyadong napapansin versus hype na naririnig mo. I think this is more of a trend or a revolution that's happening for Ethereum and we're still really really early in the in the process. Um although hindi pa 'di ba like hindi pa natin na-feel masyado kasi hindi pa dumadating sa atin yung mga applications. But it's I think it's only gonna get better than as the technology evolves right mm. so philippines wala pa eh, but in the us um china um some parts oh. of east asia <laughs> uh, some parts of east asia talagang deleveraging on ano na eh, on on these applications on top lalo na sa finance sector i think finance talaga yung pinakaunang maano eh, ma ma-disrupt So, ayun. Um, I I guess my my take away here it is for the listeners is try to try to read up on it because there's really more to Ethereum than buying the coin and expecting it to go up and selling it. So there's there's that avenue of course, but right now it's um it's really a, there's a completely different dimension to it, not unlike Bitcoin na pili na buy low, sell high. But Ethereum, especially if you're more technically inclined, uh, I I really suggest read up on Ethereum and you'll see, ano, it's a whole new world. <laughs> y- yun na yun eh. That's, that's, the, that's the best way I can put it. It's really a whole new world. Actually. <laughs> yeah. Although I'm not really familiar, or I'm not really sure yet. Pero, as far as I've heard from credible ano nga, sources like Vitalik. There are things that you could do on the Ethereum blockchain that cannot be replicated in the real world, especially with the, I guess, the decentralized 
um, way of doing things, which is really the key differentiator for the blockchain technology. So yep. expect big changes, I guess, down the line. Siguro, keep in mind lang that technology grows exponentially, hindi siya linear. Diba? So baka next year, biglang may sobrang ch- laking change and then biglang sobrang laki ulit patuloy-tuloy. Diba? Hindi siya like expect mo in 50 years pa siya. Siguro adaptation. Pero, yeah, very exciting. <laughs> I guess, Abel, ako, iniisip kong use case doon sa sinabi ni Vitalik na things that can be done in the blockchain but cannot be done in the real world. Perfect comes to mind is a clean election. It's a clean election. <laughs> yeah, actually. Na if you can have yung elect yung pag yung voting if you have it on blockchain, simply put smart contract na yung nagbibilang. Since mm-hmm. every every vote na malagay sa blockchain cannot be altered or ke- nor deleted. I think it's the perfect uh, it's the perfect vote counting machine. Tapos, since it's decentralized, meaning sa mati, lahat ng lahat ng mamamayan sa Pilip, ng Pilipinas may copy nung ano na yun, may copy nung chain na yun. Andito yung election results. Meron ako sa computer ko. Siyempre, hindi ko siya mababasa in plain English or Tagalog, pero uh-huh. nandyan siya. Tapos, hindi siya matatapper. So, ibig sabihin, ko ano yung result nun, yun talaga yung totoo. Yeah. Actually, That reminded me of, I guess, one of the first things that I've heard about crypto, siguro 2017, 2018, that really parang hooked me was, yun nga, elections. And I guess another thing is with the government na you can directly fund projects um, using yung mga votes mo. Kasi diba, say, gawa ka ng application on the Ethereum network na well, maglalabas ng coins as votes. And you can directly fund projects that you're interested in. So, kunwari, yung, as a taxpayer, I get a certain number of coins. And then, may magpe-present sa platform ng projects within my my vicinity, sabihin natin Quezon City, and then may tulay na malapit sa bahay namin, I can directly put my vote there. Diba? I don't have to vote for a politician who will take some time to create a project and build that bridge for me. So, diretso na lang <laughs> yung pera ko, diretso dun sa tulay na malubak. So, Bumoto, binoto mo yung project. Mahala uh, na ko sino yung nakaupo. Yeah. Uh, diba? So, I guess, to be honest, parang medyo nawawalan ng point yung, <laughs> yung, yung nakaupo, di ba? Or I guess, marirestructure lang yung government. Kasi I don't think naman syempre na completely wala, pero it will Uh-oh. restructure. Kailangan pa rin naman ng gobyerno. <laughs> diba? So, yun. Um, very exciting conversation, Kev. I mean, it was quite hard to thread on the, or thread around the technicalities of Ether, to be honest. Kasi, mm-hmm. I would say, siya yung pinaka 
technical at least for the time being diba i mean i guess one of the few kasi ver- i guess versus dogecoin or or bitcoin parang straightforward uh, definitely digital uh. asset siya diba here is it gets more complex we didn't even get to e2.0 how that works and what the changes would be Um, I guess <laughs> for the purpose of answering ano nga bang Ethereum, <laughs> we were able to do that to a good degree. Uh, and hopefully, yes. naintindihan naman ng listeners, di ba? Yeah. I mean, blockchain and blockchain talaga, it's a very technical topic. So, uh, at least on our end, right, we're trying our best to laymanize and simplify the explanation. But uh, apologies then to the listeners if we tend to Uh, go technical in terms of our uh, definitions, the terms that we use. But hopefully, this is something that you can pick up. May it, it's a good read at the very least. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a good read. Okay siyang basahin. Uh, there's a lot of things happening. Nakaka-excite siya in terms of technology if you're, if you're really into that stuff. Uh, I suggest reading up on Ethereum. And Ethereum is the entrance to the rabbit hole that is cryptocurrency and blockchain. Actually, dito ako nag-start eh. Ethereum. So, ito yung rabbit hole sa akin. Dito nag-start tapos parang nag-branch out na to, ano, to the tech itself, to different, ano. Ngayon, yun yung sa akin. <laughs> Again, it's not financial advice. Just saying. Wala rin ako tayong sinabing financial advice. I mean, ako, baka ikaw, lagot ka. Dejo ko. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, syempre, we're we're talking about Ethereum. How good it is. Minsan kasi synonymous eh, with the coin. So yeah. I just I, I just want to put it out there na us talking about Ethereum. How how great it is. How it can potentially be. It's uh, what it claims to be. It's not financial advice to buy Ether coins. So yeah. yun yung ano ko. Yun yung yun yung point ko don. There's still risk na hindi matuloy or hindi magkatotoo yung mga napag-usapan natin or yung prenamis ni Vitalik, di ba? I mean, hindi naman siya yung superpower. They are a network of developers who work on the Ethereum blockchain. Hindi si Vitalik lang. Siya lang yung creator and siya yung, I guess, poster boy now. Kasi bata rin siya. Like, he's 27 now. So, sobrang bata pa <laughs> di ba? Kaya nga eh. Parang But, sobrang intense niya. Parang sobrang hype na hype daw siya sa Bitcoin. Kaya ito yung ginawa niya. At what, 17 years old? Ano ba ginagawa natin nung 17 tayo? Nagpa-vanguard yata tayo. <laughs> <laughs> card game. Anyway. Nagka-card right. game lang tayo. Thank you for the very um, fun and engaging conversation um, I was very excited to talk about this uh, about Ethereum and it's great then na uh, natuloy natin yung cryptocurrency series <laughs> diba? at least mm. I think it's a good close to a degree unless our listeners want to keep the train going <laughs> just let us know if you want to talk about or want to talk about crypto and if you want to join in And you know you're an, a crypto expert, uh, blockchain expert. It's good. It's good to have you here as well. 
So, yes, kung meron, please, you're very welcome on the show. Um, so, with that said, if if they want to, uh, if they want If they want to let us know to continue this crypto miniseries, how can they do that, Abel? Where can they find you? So you can reach us through our Facebook page, um, Digital Shaomai. You can find me on LinkedIn. Uh, just look for Abel Ross Maningas and connect with me. You can also find me on Instagram at Abel Maningas or on Clubhouse if you're there. Just follow me and I'll follow you back. How about you, Kev? Where can they find you? They can find me on LinkedIn as well. It's uh, Kevin John Lee. Uh, f- uh, look for scale-up solutions then. And they can reach us in our Discord channel, uh, digi- the Digital Show My Discord channel. So every other Thursdays, uh, yung mga weeks na wala kaming recording, 8, a- 8 p.m., We just hang out there, Abel and I, with maybe some of the listeners there. Plus, we just talk about anything tech. Uh, minsan, hindi na rin tech pinag-uusapan. So, if you want to suggest something, suggest a topic, uh, if you want to contribute to the show, my joke, at the start of the as the start of the podcast, i-credit namin sa'yo as long as witty. Tulungan nyo naman kami doon. So, yun. Open naman kami. We're very approachable. So yun, the Facebook page, Discord channel. And don't forget to 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 follow us on Spotify, the Digital Show My Podcast. Yep. And share this with a friend. Make them happy. Help them learn something new today. <laughs> All right. Kahit hindi mo friend. Kahit hindi mo friend, share mo. Pwede rin. Kahit sa wall nyo, share nyo lang sa wall nyo. Di ba? And... Um, Sponsors, Abel, di ba? Open pa naman tayo to sponsors. Uh, let's say, King Chef or <laughs> Show My Master House. Show my. Master Show My. Hit us up, hit us up. <laughs> okay. Sige, Kev. Thanks for the conversation again. And listeners, thank you for listening. And we'll see you again in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.